A big wave of inflation data from Japan to Europe and to the US will shape expectations in the FX markets today. But Bitcoin traders can't care less about what the economic data says around the world and where the global markets go. Because Bitcoin rallied more than 20% since the beginning of this week and the price of a coin is approaching the all-time high level last seen in 2021. So welcome, this is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So economic data from the US kept investors in a cautious mode at yesterday's trading session as the latest wave of data showed that the US economic growth was indeed very strong at 3.2% for the fourth quarter of last year, but that was slightly lower than the 3.3% penciled in by analysts. Now, consumer spending in the US remained strong, really, while the price indicators were higher than expected by the market. So that's exactly the opposite of what the market bulls wanted to see. So the S&P 500, the Nasdaq 100, and the Russell 2000, they all fell yesterday, not by much, but they all all traded lower and the US dollar index failed to extend gains above the 100-day moving average. It is trading just below that level at the time I'm talking here this morning. But good news from yesterday was that while the US congressional leaders reached a last-minute deal to avert a government shutdown in the US. What a surprise. So this discussion will come back in September, of course, and it's just the worst joke of all times, really. I mean, the US and its worthless debt ceiling and debt ceiling discussions, they talk about it all the time, so we talk about it all the time, yet the national debt in the US is riding every second we talk. It's almost at 34.5 trillion US dollars as of today, and it will just keep on rising and on rising. Anyway, all eyes are on the PC prints from the US today, the Fed's favorite gauge of inflation, which is the core PC data, is expected to print the biggest jump in a year. Both three and six month figures are expected to rise back above that 2% level after having eased below this level by the end of last year. So that will back the uptick that we saw in the US CPI figures also printed at the beginning of this month, remember, and it could obviously further spoil the dovish Federal Reserve expectations. Now, the Fed will probably cut its interest rates sometime this year, yet an interest rate cut before the summer won't be on the agenda if inflation doesn't continue to ease. So, Three Federal Reserve members repeated yesterday that the timing and the pace of monetary policy easing in the US will depend on economic data. So activity on Fed funds futures gives around 64% chance for a June rate cut from the Fed before the data. Bets could go either way after the inflation data, a figure in line or ideally softer than expected should keep the Fed those betting for the first rate cut to happen in June. Whereas a stronger than expected figure could strengthen the Federal Reserve hawks' hands and push the expectation of the first interest rate cut in the US to July. 
So that's it really, we keep on watching the data. Elsewhere, the Bank of Japan's core PC index came in stronger than expected by analysts. And the side of that stronger than expected inflation number from Japan sent the dollar yen below the 150 psychological mark this morning as it revived the idea that the Bank of Japan will maybe, but just maybe, exit the negative rate territory sometime this year. Now, one board member at the BOJ said that the case for exiting the negative race in Japan is gaining momentum. So if that idea gains traction among traders, we could actually quickly see the dollar yen snap back to that 140 level that we saw by the end of last year. Now, here in Europe, the euro area countries will also release their own inflation numbers throughout today well softer than expected inflation data from the eurozone the european countries would also keep the idea that the european central bank would cut its own interest rates into this summer now yearly figures are seen easing but monthly figures are seen higher higher why because well higher energy prices and the rising shipping costs due to the red sea tensions could be to blame for these numbers. Now, the euro dollar bears are waiting in ambush to send the pair below the 100 and 200 day moving averages in case of a stronger than expected US inflation data. Yes, I said US inflation data because note that a stronger US inflation, if coupled with a broad based dollar appreciation, should delay the European Central Bank interest rate cut expectations, no matter what the current inflation numbers say in the euro area simply because higher dollar would be inflationary anyway so this is why the us data is dominant and more important so i mean that's certainly we should keep an eye on the economic calendar today and well the economic calendar and the numbers will obviously all define the fx moves throughout this session now one place that doesn't seem to be affected by news and data is Bitcoin. I mean, the coin's price is rising exponentially since this week started. A unit of Bitcoin traded at $64,000 per coin at yesterday's session. That's around $5,000 shy of the all-time high levels recorded back in 2021. And the strength of this rally makes us think that there is a rising FOMO, so fear of missing out a fresh rally to a fresh all-time high level. Now, note that the next major target for Bitcoin lovers above the 69,000 level will be that 100,000 psychological mark. Of course, I'm not saying that Bitcoin will rally straight to that level, but enthusiasm will clearly be back if Bitcoin successfully clears the 69,000 offers in the coming days or weeks. So from a fundamental perspective, the price surge makes sense in Bitcoin. Supply is limited, demand is surging, hodlers aren't willing to sell, and the arrival of Bitcoin ETFs will make this asset class more investable for big and major players. And indeed, spot Bitcoin ETFs have amassed 6 billion US dollars since their inception at the start of this year, and BlackRock's ETF saw a whopping $520 million worth of inflows in just one single day. So it was apparently the second biggest inflow into a US ETF, all asset classes included. And the potential is obviously huge because if Bitcoin's correlation with traditional asset classes decrease, 
And if the price moves happen on sector-specific fundamentals, it will be then a very interesting diversification asset for traditional portfolios. But you should keep in mind that price moves in cryptocurrencies are well mostly driven by a big amount of speculation. So fluctuations could be big indeed. And some already call for a 20% downside correction after this rally is done. But hey, that big volatility is what makes Bitcoin so loved among investors in the first place doesn't it? So we also keep an eye on this space. Elsewhere, well, back to more traditional and well, more boring assets. Well, US Green made an attempt to the $80 per barrel level at yesterday's trading session. On news that OPEC Plus is considering to extend its production costs into the second quarter of this year. Now, the latter should throw a floor under any sell-off that we might see in crude oil, but I'm not sure that well, OPEC alone could send the US crude above the $80 per barrel level sustainably. Now, from a technical perspective, US crude has stepped into the medium-term bullish consolidation zone above the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement on September to December sell-off, which should, in theory, pave the way for further gains. So if the $80 per barrel level is cleared, gains could extend toward the $82 per barrel level. But supply in non-OPEC countries is surging, and the wall premium in the Middle East is actually very, very low as well, production hasn't been affected so far by the Red Sea tensions. Therefore, the sustainability of gains above the $80 per barrel level is yet to be seen. So this is all for today. I'm Ipek Özkardeşköy and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive comments. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. Follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. And please, of course, don't forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.